the Walt Disney World Resort has weathered Hurricane Ian. Also, the After Hours is coming back next year, as well as other news. This is Traveling with the Mouse. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 376. I am your host this week. My name is John, and I am joined, as always, by Adam. What's up, everybody? Very good. I'm here. Yes, you are here. Just barely. I sound normal, right? I I guess, yeah. (laughs) All is well. It's like, do you want to sound good? Yeah. Everything's good. Yeah. And we also have the other esteemed co-hosts, and his name is Jason. Happy 40th birthday to Epcot. That's right. It'll be it'll be the 40th birthday by the time this podcast Airs. is yeah, is aired. It'll it will have come and gone. Happy new fiscal year to Disney. Thank mm. you. Yeah. Let's hope it's a good one. Without any fear. Yeah. I don't know about all that. Yeah. Um without any price hikes. Oh. Yeah. Well, as we were recording this, you know, Disney just got over Ian, the hurricane that hit. Hurricane? Yeah, the well, hurricane. The hurricane by the time we're recording it, we're, we're, we're still not entirely sure what the damage is, because we have, it's, just, it's still developing fresh. in some ways. It's fresh. Well, in some places, yes. I mean, Disney, though, eh. I mean, I yeah. think the worst I've seen thus far at this point, and I don't think, I don't really expect to hear anything much other than maybe trees down here and there. But there were a couple of panels on uh, the contemporary that appeared to have uh, come loose or come off on the f- on the front. It is an old building, so. Well, I mean, yeah, it's been there quite a while, but it's also built well. Fifty so, years old. Yeah, I think pretty much everything on the Walt Disney World Resort is just about hurricane proof. It seems. I mean, Five-oh. they don't, they very yeah. rarely have any any significant damage. Well, they have their own power grid until they take Reedy Creek away, and then, then we'll have trouble. But otherwise, well, yeah, this is probably not happening. But it's the best spot to be in Central Florida if you want to weather a hurricane. I think it's 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 a good spot for. I mean, I've always said that. Uh, I yeah. I would stay there. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'd rather be there in a hurricane if than anywhere else in Florida. I would say. Yeah. Ian did uh, turn out to be a stronger storm than some originally had thought. He was just, what, a couple of miles per hour short of a Category 5 when it made uh, landfall. landfall. Yeah, very uh, close. Yeah. That's bad. And as, and as I was mentioning earlier, you know, I'd seen Fort Myers had got a really bad storm surge. Houses that I saw houses of theirs that were barely, just the roofs were the only thing showing. Yeah. And storm some of those surge. houses, so, yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be pretty rough uh, in that it's, area. Looks like, too, it's going to become a Category 1 again before it hits the South the Carolina Carolinas, coast. Yeah. Of course, well, it's by, going back out there. Yeah. Right. By the time this airs, it'll be already done with, most likely. But yeah. Anyway. Not Disney, but one of the theme parks in the area, because it it was much closer to the eye wall, uh, the, the areas that went through it, Legoland is actually going to be closed a, an extra day. I don't know. I haven't seen the extent of why that is, other than I feel like they probably got hit harder than some of the other areas as far as they had theme parks in it. Mm. I say they're not opening it because at the time we're recording this, they did not open on Friday. Uh, if they opened on Saturday, you will have already known that by the time you hear this podcast. So, you know, we hope everybody, I mean, everybody that I know in that particular region has checked in and has said that they're fine and, all yeah. that. My sister-in-law's parents actually live in Winter Haven, and so they were right there at one of the stronger parts of it. Right. They were fine other than still, I mean, they didn't have any power for a while and, you know, debris out in the yard, stuff like that. So nothing nothing serious, so yeah, uh, damage-wise. I have an uncle that lives just outside of Tampa, and he um, didn't have power, but he had a generator, so he was good to go. Yeah. He's doing yeah. well. Yeah, you know, a lot of people, when they look at these things and they, they think, well, why would you want to stay there? Why why don't you evacuate and everything? I was like, it really depends on where exactly you are. Like, yeah. obviously, if you're in an area like a Fort Myers, yeah, you should have left. 
Right. But that's just kind of, you kind of know based on where you are. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. And his so. house, like I said, the my uncle, his house is built for a Category 5 storm. So, he, you know, he knew pretty well he would be okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you live in Florida. Yes, they, there's a Part hurricane pretty much every year. Some, yeah. Or a tropical storm or something that's going to hit. Part of it. Right. Just about every year. Yeah. So somewhere in Florida, yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's uh let's kind of just peruse through a couple of news stories. This is something I actually either had forgotten or didn't know existed. I don't think it got a ton of press in general. And I don't know if either of you ever went there, but the Coca Cola rooftop bar in Disney Springs no longer serving alcohol because their liquor license ended. <laughs> right. I never I never even been in that building, I don't think. I've been in the shop at the bottom. But I've I've not been into the rooftop. Not one of the high places on our list of like lounges to go, but Well, I mean, I don't know. I never I never even knew it existed personally. But Yeah, I knew it was there, but not high on the list of places to go in Disney. Well you wouldn't Springs. think about it, right? Coca Cola. Right. Even though there's tons so. of things that people mix with Coca Cola. But Right. Rum and Coke, for example. Yeah. But anyway. So that was one uh, story. You know, something I thought about, you know, Jason, when you were giving your trip report last week, one thing we didn't address, I don't think, because we, we, we did touch on your coaster ranking yeah. uh, after, after riding them again. Mm-hmm. But we, not too long ago, when you were not on the show, when we had James and Emmeline on the show, Emmeline wanted to talk about a few things, and one of them was ranking parks, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Jason, I don't know. Did you give your thoughts on like ranking parks currently? Like, what's your like? If you had to pay some, place them uh, okay. one through four, right? Yeah. What is your uh, top? What four? would you? What would yours? How would you rank them currently? Number four is Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's what I thought. Yeah. Number three. Tough choice. Yeah. No. These these three are tough. Nomad Lounge uh, has something to do with that. <laughs> yeah, there's there, there's new factors at play. That's why I asked us. Yeah, probably still keep Animal Kingdom at number yeah. three. Oh, I I've, okay. it has to be right because La Cava was so good last time that yeah, yeah, it has and to be. Hollywood Epcot Studios is two, and Epcot number one. I yeah, think. okay, that makes sense to me. I get that. So it really hasn't changed, it doesn't sound like, I don't think. Not really. I don't even know what you had last time or before. I do really love Animal Kingdom. I think that uh, we end up at Epcot and Hollywood, though, a lot more. There's something to be said about the Skyliner. Put the Animal Kingdom on the Skyliner. I I can get a little bit higher. Everybody has different reasons as to why they choose where, stuff where, but... I still love the vibe at Hollywood Studios, I'm just saying. I do love the vibe there. I... Yeah. yeah, what vibe is it again? Like the old school Hollywood, it's still there. If you hang around the Brown Derby Baseline Tap House area, okay, so you still you just, can get. If you just don't go past the entrance level, right. of if the you park. don't go to to Galaxy's Edge or Toy Story Land or right. Sunset Boulevard, well, actually, Sunset Boulevard, Sunset Boulevard has a good vibe. True to its original, yeah. yes, still. So if you so stick far. around the main area, you get a cool vibe, and I like hanging out in that vibe. I do love right. that vibe. So less than half the park is still <laughs> rem- reminiscent of uh, being Good a point. studio. However, no, my, that was my reasons for putting Hollywood Studios last is because it's a logistics nightmare, personally, I think, oh. as far as t- too many e-ticket attractions in one spot, and yeah. it's a mess, theming-wise. That was my reasons now. I don't know. It's a good vibe, though. They're like, I think Jason would agree, right? It's like if you don't do any attractions, it's a great vibe. <laughs> no, but like your solo trip, you had a like hanging out at Baseline. You do, you uh, hung out in that area between like Brown Derby, mm-hmm. the Hollywood Boulevard, Sunset Boulevard, the area around Mickey and Minnie's, like that Echo Lake. Yeah, it's not bad. Like what what. What, what's the what's the beef, John? What's the beef with with? I I already said what it was. Too hard to get into the all the e-ticket rides. I think. Yeah, it's it's too crowded for the size it is, and they have all these popular attractions in one spot. Mm. 
And the theming is not consistent. I think it doesn't have nothing, has nothing to do. You can get it all done. You can get it all done before ten thirty in the morning. Yeah, Jason <laughs> proves that. He proves that. Yes, there's a way, no doubt. <laughs> I wasn't even going that fast. Still, and of course, Epcot is, I think, the favorite of everybody, isn't it? At least yeah. at this in this I think group, it was I think. my number one as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's it. There's some reasons why I kind of don't like that it's number one. Number one being that it's half not done. At yeah, the moment, so. yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of construction in it right now. Good point. Yeah. Do you think the barges made it through the hurricane? <laughs> I'm sure they did. Unfortunately, I think those things are indestructible. <laughs> they look at. Speaking of Epcot, recently our friends at Parkeology had put up the uh, the Epcot plaque that's still there in place. That's one of the things that's still there, and the way they put it, Epcot is still there, carrying forward the legacy of the original spirit of Epcot Center. Just looking at the front of the plaque, I actually made the comment on there. I said, I don't see the amendment for IP on there. There has to be one in existence, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe during the 40th, Bob Chapek will rededicate Epcot to all IP, all <laughs> things IP. Well, so far I'm, I can tell totally that it's Epcot's birthday. I mean, there's so many things out there letting me know, <laughs> right? Well, speaking of, what was the big news about Figment? Wasn't there a big news about Figment? About him potentially having his own movie? Yeah. Yeah, with Seth Rogen, apparently. <laughs> well, Seth Rogen Studios. It was, it was confused is, that he was going to be he, in it. I don't Right. He could be Dreamfinder, though, wouldn't you? I could <laughs> see him. believable, being, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see him as Dreamfinder, for sure. You might could sure. give the voice to, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah. You think they'll be able to land Eric Idle? <laughs> no, but... <laughs> based on his interaction on Twitter people bring up this character to him and he like barely remembers doing it <laughs> yeah. but I mean it was like 20 years ago when he did it right it was pretty obvious that it was more of a like a job thing yeah for him I wonder how much they paid him for that eh, no telling I mean I'm sure people make a decent amount when they do these things a dollar a dollar <laughs> no I'm just kidding they, they, they probably paid more than that yeah I mean, yeah Disney quite frequently, though, likes to uh, use people that they already have some sort of a deal or a contract with from other right. things <laughs> to right. do these things. ABC just, shows in particular. Yeah. Well, so, for instance, coincidentally, Patrick Warburton became the voice of Soren or, the intro, or you know, the intro for Soren. Mm-hmm. Right. You yeah. know, right around the time he was already contractually doing uh, or had just done uh, Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. So... I do have a news story, if we want to pivot to it, that has to sure. do with with the celebrities in Disney, mm. if you really okay. want to pick that up. Yeah, okay. we, Tell me. we should go down the list of the uh, Candlelight Processional list. Yeah, lots of good ones. Hit us with the list. All right. November the 25th and 26th, we're going to get a new reader. We're going to get Simu Lu. Simu Lu. Who is that? I'm not familiar. He is Shang-Chi uh, in The Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, the the new Marvel, right? Yeah, that might be why I've I don't heard know. that's incredible. He was also in Kim's Convenience. He's really good. I like him. I'm okay. excited about him. Then we'll get Edward James Olmos. Okay, he's we'll get, done it before. Yep, Raúl Esparza. Okay. Now, what's he played in? Stage, screen, and voice actor. I don't know. We should voice look. actor makes sense. It probably has a. I don't recognize most it. of this. Well, I mean, some of it's probably availability. Some Law and Order, some BoJack Horseman. Anyways. Okay. Then we get into Whoopi Goldberg. Yep. The traditional. Um, right. She's always... Isabella Rossellini. Damond John. I don't know him. Hmm. Oh, no. Oh, sounds familiar. No, he's um, Shark Tank. Damon John. Oh, Fubu. yeah, 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 yeah. Shark yeah, Tank. Yeah, okay, yeah, gotcha. Okay. I like that. That's, that's an interesting cool. choice, but okay. I, I, get, I guess that I didn't put that together because I'm like... Yeah, Shark Tank. ABC. Yeah, okay. I was trying to think of like yeah. an actor, but yeah, no, it makes sense. That'd okay. Cool. Uh, starting on December 10th, we have Disney legend Josh Gad. Yeah, that would be cool. Is he going to do it in Olaf's voice? <laughs> I'm sure he'll uh, go off script though, right? Josh Gad? Maybe. He's got to. I mean, Olaf's voice is so different than his own anyway, so... December 13th and 14th, we get Gloria Estefan. 
Mm. Okay. Another good new voice. Yeah, I like that. She gonna do it from the coaster from a Cosmic Rewind. Uh, right. Yeah, because she does have a song on there. <laughs> a part. December fifteenth through eighteenth, it would not be complete without Neil Patrick Harris. Yes. Yeah, a, a favorite. That's the one I would pick. Would you be drinking his margarita beforehand? Yes. Okay, you'd be good with that. Next, we have Mariska Hargitay. Oh, some SVU, Law and Order, right? No. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot of Law and Order. We're getting in towards close to Christmas. On December 21st to the 23rd, we get Cal Ripken Jr. Wow, okay. That's, That's interesting. One. Then we do on Christmas Eve to the day after Christmas, we Marie Osmond. Okay, so she's got the, okay. the full Christmas run. Okay. Okay. Then we go right after Christmas, Courtney Vance. Wait, no, uh, isn't isn't he another Law and Order? Like back in the day, he did Law and yes, Order. Yes, I think um, so. Like I said, is, is there, what's the connection here? Because it was not that's an NBC product, right? Okay, and then we finish with Angela Bassett. Ooh, okay, yeah, she's a returning. Yep, regular. Isn't there somebody who was a regular that's missing? Who was another one? I don't know Patrick Harris, but I swear there's somebody else that's missing. Can't think of his name, but Wheel of Fortune. Oh, uh, Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak. Yeah, Sajak. Okay. He used to always do it. He's not on this year. Pat Sajak. Okay. It'd be nice if they had someone like Morgan Freeman. That would be good. Right. I just think that reading. Yeah, a good voice. Yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, never mind. So if we end up going down, I think the Every Ride Challenge is like December 7th through the 10th. You would get Damon John and Josh Gad. There you go. That's, that's where the challenge should end, I guess. Well, I guess that wouldn't be very feasible, would it? But mm. Well, this year, Josh Gad. It would be fun to see him. Disney legend Josh Gad. Yeah, the newly. Yeah, his speech though at D twenty three was was really good. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. It was almost as good as Joe Rody's. Oh wait, this time made him a legend. Mm, that's bad. That's Joe bad. Rody. Yep. Why have they that's not a made bad. him a legend? Why? And why have they not brought him back? He probably hasn't accepted it. Don't they have to accept it, right? Kind of like a Hall of Fame thing. I don't know. I mean, they give a Disney legend to anybody these days, so. If he doesn't go for it, they're probably going to just do it, like, posthumously in some time in the future. Yeah. Kind of like the WWE does. <laughs> I mean, out of the last 30 years, is there any other Imagineer that stands out more than Joe Rohde? Uh, I have to think about it. This I, century? Let's just say. There, no, he's not, there's nobody more known, I guess. Right. Like you can say at this point, Tony Baxter, but that's that's like 20th century, you know, Tony Baxter. Well, he's come and gone. Actually, they brought him back in at times. Right. He's but technically isn't he technically retired? <laughs> I mean, technically, although he's like a consultant on Tiana's Bayou Adventure, but right. But still, like Joe Rohde, as far as like current or modern day, like he's probably the most known of any Imagineer, former Imagineer. I'm not saying it's not merited, but some of that's just, I mean, he got, he gained the popularity that people just, yeah. I mean, I'm sure some of it had to do with his apparel, right? You know, yeah. that uh, earring. Unique. Yeah. He's very unique. He stands out. Yeah. But so still. It's, he stood out from the get go. For a reason. He's also probably the best hey, Imagineer. You don't have to sell me on him. He loves consistent theming and so do I. So. Right. There and he's go. extremely detail oriented, which yes, is which also was another plus. Another that was a characteristic of Walt. Yeah, like every yeah, no detail went unnoticed. Everything was considered. Yeah, good point. Yeah. And now, All right, so yeah. let's move along a little bit, mm-hmm. shall we? So, so. It appears to be confirmed. I don't know if you how if you want to talk about this. That Disney's DuckTales World Showcase Adventure is going to debut later this year at Epcot. So there's not much time left this year. So I guess they're going to do it to help with potential Christmas crowds is the idea. Hmm. I don't know what they would do differently. I never really watched this version. I couldn't get over the fact that Huey, Dewey, and Louie didn't speak like their original selves. (laughs) Okay. I'm just saying. Me either. But yeah, they don't really have a whole lot of details on it. I know that the only one I think that I 
participated in just a little bit was the Agent P one with mm-hmm. uh, yeah I did too Phineas and Ferb, which I always enjoyed Phineas and Ferb anyway. Right. Although okay, Ducktales I could get on board with this if it's done well. If if the game actually interacts with the surroundings in World Showcase once again, not just screens. Yeah. Because with Agent P's, you know, you had things like a smokestack that went off or something. And you know what I'm talking about? They had actual mm-hmm. physical things going on. Yeah. Whereas the one in Magic Kingdom, for instance, was more screen oriented. Yeah. Right. You know, it, it needs the right mix, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It depends on how it's implemented. So, I haven't seen any more updates about any potential damage, right? I mean, it looks yeah. as though a lot of minimal flooding and stuff like that. Like I said, if we're going to talk hurricane, trees. though, if we're going to talk yeah. hurricane, I have I have something that I wanted to point out. So, sure. okay, I don't know if anybody here follows Chris in the Concierge Lounge uh, or Chris Magic DCL on uh-huh. Twitter. Sure. This is a guy that goes and does a lot of Disney cruises, and he always does concierge. And he got on board wow. the Wish in the two story room on I think it set sail on the twenty sixth of september that would have been monday supposed to be a four-night cruise thanks to hurricane ian it is now a six-night cruise so they will not be returning until sunday and he's been tweeting they're going to get to go back to castaway on saturday and he's in the nicest room on the whole ship wow that's nice so yeah you know that's one of the reasons why i never quite understood people being leery of sailing during hurricane season i'm like i feel like the worst case scenario is something like that what i'm gonna get an extended cruise for free (laughs) oh the horror so what happens though if you book the three night cruise right it's been canceled it's been so you just get your money back and you don't get anything i guess there's the risk there but they'll probably get rescheduled is what they do right but you won't get an extended cruise it's the luck of the draw yeah, I know some friends of mine that are supposed to be going on the fantasy leaving on Saturday, and I don't know what the status is of that one. Uh, I haven't seen anything Saturday changed. I think it's fine with this point. Yeah, yeah I think it's fine at this point, especially where it sails. But that means that they have it has to get back in from wherever it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, just as a side note, starting October 14th, no vaccinations required to get on a Disney yeah. cruise anymore. That's interesting. Oh, I didn't. I missed that story. When what date was that? It's starting October fourteenth. No more vaccinations hmm. required. Right. Yeah, I know. Uh, Pete from the Diz was kind of confused by that one. That that was very sudden for him. Yeah, I mean it's quick, but I guess expected, right? I mean, at this it's point. Ex- as expected to get back to business as usual, right. um, I think one of their reasons probably for doing this is they're having trouble yeah. filling Filling cruises. Yeah. I mean, if you if you have just looked at my email, for instance, I mean, <laughs> right. I'm getting advertisements or getting something about going on one of their cruises just about every day, it feels right. like, yeah. <laughs> and discounts. So most of them... I don't I haven't seen any really not too many let's put it that way for Port Canaveral mostly Miami and Galveston which is probably because those are not as popular you know ports right. to go out of for a Disney ship because most people are going to be do the one that's closest to Disney itself try to mix the two the wish so. still seems to be way more expensive than if you go dreamer fancy but Right, the Wish, they were having trouble with the Wish, I think, still selling out the longer sailings at this point, which, gee, maybe that has little to do with the price point. Right. It's not like we're, you know, uh, potentially going to recede here very very soon. Yeah. The biggest complaint I've heard about the Wish is the layout is, is vastly different from the Dream and Fantasy, but I don't know. Obviously, I haven't been on the Wish yet, but... Well, it looks different, but I mean, why is that a bad thing? It's a, it's gonna the next ship is gonna be a sister ship to the Wish, the Dream right. and Fantasy, or sister ships to each other. They're not the same as the Wonder, right? Well, speaking of the magic. Wonder, isn't isn't the Wonder the one going to Australia next year? I think that's right. Or that's, is it wait? Or is it not until the? I think it's the end of next year. The new ship again? It's escaping me. Treasure. 
Treasure, that's what it was, yes. Yeah. I thought it was not until the treasure was done. Am I, I th- wrong? I think it's the end of 2023, which I think okay. the treasure debuts in 2024, like early 2024. But So roughly this around the same time. Basically, okay. yeah. But that's the one I'm excited about is, like, I would love to do the Australia, New Zealand, Fiji, any of those itineraries I would, I would be excited about. Well, but, the more ships they get, the more they're going to move the other ones out and expand them into different areas, pretty much. They seem to their their MO seems to always be the newest ships go to Canaveral first. Yeah. Which uh, makes sense. That's probably the the most booked of all of them, right? The right. area. Makes sense. Which makes me think as soon as the treasure is built, it's probably going to go to Canaveral and do the seven night sailings and the fantasy will actually be moved somewhere else, maybe Miami, I don't know. Or the didn't, didn't the dream go to Miami after yeah, you guys got Miami. off of it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, literally, we were in the last one from Canaveral, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be their regular schedule, but they will mix it up occasionally, like right. where it goes, for other reasons. That's how it traditionally goes. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I love Canaveral, but I think I would be more excited, personally, to do the, like, Alaskan or like the Pacific side. I would or, like to do the Alaska one. That'd be like a bucket list item. Right, yeah. Those would be itineraries I'd prefer over Caribbean, to be honest. Really? Yeah. No, but you haven't technically done Caribbean, so you don't really know. <laughs> right. But I just, I've done enough Caribbean islands besides Disney cruises to go like, yeah, I would, I would like to try, you know, other areas versus Caribbean, but personally... So earlier you mentioned Figment. Uh, he does have a 40th anniversary plush coming soon. But he yeah. seems to be like the he seems to be like the one item from Epcot that they just forced down our throats. Now I guess people love it though. Yeah, I think enough Diz Twitter got Disney's attention to say, okay, you guys love Figment, so we'll give you some Figment love. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> if you love him so much, why aren't you riding his ride? <laughs> Great, we'll give you a meet and greet instead of redoing his ride in a better. We're right. almost to the time where they're going to put the holiday sweater on him, though, in the ride. Yeah, it's yeah, going to take ride. us a whole year to make a meet and greet, though, but we'll give it to you. I mean, hopefully they can do better than, I don't know, am I the only one that thinks that that Hulk looks ridiculous? I'm just saying. Like, the they, they spent, yeah, they spend all this time making, like, a Hulk, and it just looks ridiculous. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's worth it. You know, like, well, Adam and I commented on it. Almost yeah. immediately, that it was it reminded us of Baymax. Baymax. Right. <laughs> right. I'm well, like, they're spending all this time and money making these fancy character meet and greets, and I'm great. I'm, I guess there was a lot of work on the Mando Grogu one to make Grogu right. all very lifelike and stuff. But here's the thing: the Hulk animatronic, I guess, is what he is. He almost feels like a Johnny Come Lately because Universal has had the Transformers, right? You've seen those figures that they have meet and greets with. And even the movements put the Hulk to shame. So, I mean, I just don't, I don't quite get that is what I'm saying. It's like there's, it's already been done better in this case, I think, by another company. I mean, they didn't, they weren't the first to this one. So. Don't we think though that Seth Rogen would make a great dream finder? Like, you know, he's known for his uh, marijuana use, so. What does that I have think... to do with Dreamfinder? <laughs> Is that why he saw a purple figment yeah. of his uh, right. imagination? Right, I was about to say, you can find some really good dreams if you have Seth Rogen-like uh, connections there. He's like, he saw a, he saw a <laughs> purple dragon-like figure after some purple kush. Right. Yeah, purple haze. That's all that is, purple haze. Anyway. You know if that becomes... Legal that Bob Chapek's all in on just branding that and putting it in the park. Right. So you'll, <laughs> you'll be able to buy Dreamfinder brand cannabis. I was going to say it'll be no, there'll be it's like kind of like the Barbie doll doll figures have it. You know how they have like Dreamhouse Barbie. It'd be like weed smoking figment. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Dreamfinder will help you find your dreams if you <laughs> if you smoke his brand. Speaking of the shirts a minute ago, I really, I don't know, maybe I'm hard to please nowadays with this, but I don't like the shirt that he's wearing for that 40th thing anyway, the design. Good point. I don't, I like don't either. I saw I just, it. 
I've actually tried to look at the Epcot merch that they're doing. Some of the retro, I see that because like, yeah, it looks pretty cool. It's but. modern. It's too modern, honestly. Most I of say. it. Yeah. The the one that Figment's wearing is too modern. Yeah. It doesn't look retro. retro. I just don't have too many things that just grab me as far as the designs they've been doing. I don't. I don't know. Okay, am I the only one out of the three of us? Like, do we? Are we like huge Figment fans here? Like, Figment's okay, but I'm not like. Are you the only one that doesn't get it? What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, I'm like I don't I don't love Figment that much. He's okay, hey. but he's been a he's been a staple as far as plushes for the whole time, the whole forty years, just about. Well, to me, if it was Figment and Dreamfinder, then I would be more on board. But just Figment, like okay, a purple dinosaur. Barney is a purple dinosaur. You know, I'm gonna yeah, make some say... of the people watching this maybe a little upset because I know Figment's popular. That, right. Sec, sec, I mean, second worst ride. Second worst ride at Epcot. So, yeah, but full disclosure, my son asked me the question, if there was any ride at Walt Disney World you could have replaced or closed, the first thing that came to my mind was Figment or Imagination. Over the Nemo ride? I don't know. Yes. It's, I, it's, that was my second choice, by the way. <laughs> Nemo. I said Figment and then Nemo. <laughs> It's tough when you say replace, though. Like, what can I put there? Right. Because a if so, I could a number of, of things. Yeah. That's what I would say. Well, the better version of Figment already existed. It was called the original right. one. Well, yeah, but as you said, because of building codes, they can't do the original. Not again. Right. So there you have it. But yes, Epcot had my top two of rides I would love to see. And it's close. also your favorite park. That's a good point, yeah. What's your favorite well, park? Yeah, it's like, yeah, Epcot slash... Hollywood Studios, to be honest, yeah. I was trying to think if there was, like, out of the whole property, if what attraction I would change. Triceratops spin. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I can't well, say I can't say Primeval World because it's already gone. So do you want Triceratops spin to be the Moana spin? <laughs> I just, yeah, I feel like we could just spitball here, just throw out <laughs> ideas. Uh, okay. Let's let's just think, what what... What could we put up there? What could we do? Uh, what's the latest thing? How about Encanto? Let's throw Encanto in there. Why not? Encanto, right? Uh, that was popular. You mean theme Triceratops? No, no, no. It's gonna be Encanto? it's gonna be the Lin Manuel Miranda spin. Uh, you'll get up uh, in a Lin Manuel themed vehicle where he'll just you'll either get Hamilton or you're gonna get Encanto. You're gonna get uh, you're gonna get one of his in the uh, heights. Yeah, in the heights. So, a Lin Manuel themed vehicle. Sure. Okay. So, is it going to be sort of like Dumbo, but with his face? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. One of his or, famous. Or, actually, it would be fitting for Josh Gad to be the uh, as well if we're going to replace him with someone that's you know a modern Disney guy. How about they just take the spinner out altogether because they have too many as it is? No, they need more spinners. Honestly, right. Epcot has zero spinners. They were supposed to have a Mary Poppins. It's not spinner. true. Mission Space is their spinner. Well, that's a good point. Technically, it is a <laughs> spinner. It's a really fast spinner. Good point. They have the only adult spinner. <laughs> adult only. They have spinner. a a spinner on a coaster. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, that doesn't constantly spin though. It just t- it turns side to side. But it could be a spinner. Yeah, if it malfunctioned, <laughs> it'd be a spinner. <laughs> That reminds me of that time that when, when the when the haunted mansion malfunctioned and they made him go down the and they had the people going down the hill face first. Remember that? Ooh. Nice, right? Yeah. Where the new hat box ghost will be? Yeah. When oh. <laughs> whenever that happens, when's that gonna happen? My dolphins just got their first official loss. Oh, oh well. Would you bet good dolphins start with the letter G? Good dolphin, no. Oh, but since we're talking about Animal Kingdom, let's just throw out there, Kite Tails had to end early because of Ian. I I, I didn't get to make it after all. I didn't get to see it. Good point. Ian messed that up for you, huh? That that far in advance, okay. Or it could be that nobody's watching Kite Tails. I guess it's already over. I guess I might as well close. So what are they going to do with that area? That's another area they need to do something with because they've already made this place right. where you have seating and everything. They basically built a big amphitheater area. What can they do there on that lagoon? Yeah, a big amphitheater in which they have nothing to go there. 
Right. It's basically an area to wait on your family to come off of Everest. <laughs> That's it. I guess. It's not even shaded. Not good. They've struggled to find something to put there really badly. There's nothing good to put there. Nothing it's, good. I don't know. It's probably just going to sit, unfortunately, for, for some time. Much like the area they're talking about retheming over there. It's probably going to sit for a minute. Yep. Uh, there was something else. I mentioned it earlier, didn't I? And I? What did I... While you're thinking about that, I'll add one more hurricane thing. Go okay. ahead. I was add watching it. some of the folks that were staying on property. And have you seen sort of what the, like, hurricane meal prices were in some of the resorts? Oh, my gosh. I... Yes. <laughs> like, why do they sell... Like, okay, so Adam the Woo, for example, ate at Chef Mickey's with no characters, but it was 20 bucks for a buffet. That's what it was at Boma as well. Boma buffet was 20 bucks. The meal kits were like $7 for an adult for a meal kit. Like, okay, why all of a sudden do they have reasonable prices when there's a natural disaster? Well, because there's nothing else people can do. They're trying to cut them some slack. I bet they're still making a profit off of that. Given that it was overpriced already, then it's just <laughs> likely. So, okay, it's like 60 bucks or 55 or something like that regularly for Chef Mickey's. And 20 is what they charge just for the food. So, yikes. That's a big hike. Well, at least they at least they realized that they were, you know, they were taking something away and so they right. didn't charge the exact same price. But they charged a third of the price. Well, you know, it is um, the Disney era. I mean, the Chapek era. Yeah. So that that has something to do with it. Right. Okay, so what I was trying to get back to was we, we were talking about pricing and if we remembered anything about pricing for the extra, the extra, uh, the extra magic hours oh, event. You mean the after mm-hmm. hours? Thing? The after hours event yeah. has an extra magic starting hours. Starting in January. <laughs> starting in January. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's coming back. And so the pricing, which I don't even remember. Jason did this at. most recently, right? You did Animal I did, Kingdom, I did do, Hollywood Studios. I, I, did an, I did an Animal Kingdom and a Hollywood Studios, yep. Yeah. I remember that. that was, well, was do you remember the pricing by chance? <laughs> I do was, not. That was but probably it, a while back. It was like probably a hundred ten, hundred twenty bucks somewhere in there. So it's okay, close to the same price. It's, it's above. It's 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 marked up, of course. A little bit more, but not too much more. Well, it says with prices ranging from one twenty nine to one fifty nine plus tax. Right. I mean, it's hard to say. Is it worth it? It it depends on your situation, right? If you wanted to make that your park day. You could get in at 7 p.m. It's like, yeah, if you want to go and just buy after-hours events and not regular tickets. Sure. Right. But if you were buying day tickets, you could just buy that instead of a day ticket and just spend the day at the pool, show up at the park at 7, and then you would have less. You wouldn't have to buy Genie Plus. You could get on anything after that. So, yeah, you know. Basically, you're trading a day ticket for buying a day ticket and Genie Plus. So, it's kind of a win-win in that situation. You get to have a day at the resort or whatever else you want to do and then show up at 7 p.m. and write a bunch of stuff in the last three or four hours of the day. Do whatever you want. And you get all the popcorn you want. Right, popcorn and soda. That's all you load them up, man. Buy, and as I think James mentioned this, like he he probably got like six or seven waters on his way back to the resort. Yes. So load up on waters when you're leaving. That was part of what he did. Yeah, I still don't think he used all the credits, but yeah, but still, get a bunch of water, popcorn on the way out. You know, snacks, ice, Mickey ice cream bars. Or you, you could do it. like me and just not get it. It's that too. But, I mean, it's a strategy. It all depends on how you want to do things. Do you want to stay up late? Do you have older kids that can stay up later? It's worth it. Just trade out one of your park days for this. I feel like it adds a level of stress because you're concerned with trying to use up all your points. Points. 
What do you mean points? Oh, I, th- I was talking about the dining thing. Oh, when well, you said about the water. No, no, no. But the water. <laughs> no, the waters are free, so you just load up on waters. Uh, he was loading up on waters to to get his um right the credits. dining plan points his snack credits yeah yeah, yeah his but credits I'm just saying though that's why I said the points thing for an anyway. after hours though you just get as many as you can get um right because it's already included included in the price yeah I guess you could do that it's about like you and chicken tenders um, now if only if chicken tenders were included on the after hours price I would be he like He would go no matter what. I'd be like, Oh, it's totally worth it because I will eat seventy eight chicken tenders and take them all home with me. What is the price that you would pay for a chicken tender after hours event? What is the right What's price the max? for that? It would be less than a hundred bucks because it depends on what else you get besides the chicken tender. Oh come on now! I'm talking. Let's just say the current pricing. Yeah. And they say I'm going to throw in. We're going to throw in all you can eat chicken tenders. <laughs> I would. T- I would do that. Yeah. Because I would bring a backpack and I would bring Tupperware, and I would load up on chicken. T- His chicken backpack's tenders. going to have grease in it. It's yeah. Gonna, when I would just it have out. a backpack full of chicken tenders. <laughs> By the time I got home, okay, yeah. they're not that good at chicken tenders. No, surely. they're they're not. They're grocery they store. Were, I think part of the reason why you uh, found them to be so good was because you didn't have to pay for them at the moment that you yeah. were eating them. That was probably the, some of the appeal. Yeah, honestly, the best part of the cruise was just walking by and like, hey, I want just some chicken tenders. It's and, like, hey, yeah, I can just get this because I could always eat something, and chicken tenders were the best option, honestly. <laughs> The pizza was just okay. Everything else was like, yeah, the ice cream, the cones weren't great. This is why you need to go on the Wish. I know that they have a bigger selection on that yeah. deck. You know? I'll have to try the Wish, yeah, just to see. Speaking of Wish, I've kind of looked at potentially yeah. maybe a three-night one somewhere around the, the MLK holiday in okay. January, possibly. Yeah, next year. So it's not... It's not uh, it's not booked, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. We'll say okay. to do that. So, yeah, we shall see. We haven't tried the wish yet, but we we will at some point. I'm sure between the three of us. I believe in us. <laughs> yeah, I wish. It's actually been, gosh, it's been before COVID, right? Five years now okay. since I was on a cruise at all. Wow. Yeah. But this will be your. Gold cruise, right? Yeah, I know. We had tended on going one, and then COVID hit and canceled it. And then we rescheduled it for when we thought COVID might be, you know, died down enough for the cruise, and that was coming up, and we had to just cancel it all together. We decided to. It was like, well, we have no idea when this is going to change right. at that point. So, Speaking of upcoming trips, though, Jason will be there next week, right? So you'll give us the down low on the uh, hurricane damage if there's anything to report. Uh, that'll be if there, if there was any, it'll be gone by then. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Well, let's hope. I mean, this is the era of uh, we don't care about maintenance, so we'll see how that goes. We don't talk about maintenance. <laughs> yeah, no, a, no, no. Pretty much. I mean, we don't we don't do maintenance. We don't go there. So or or pay no attention to that building in the background. Basically, it's blue sky. That's not a building, <laughs> right? Tron, as well. Yeah. Yes. Or pay pay no pay no attention to the backside of Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> yeah, which you can totally see from World Drive when you're driving in. But don't worry about that. Those spires that are on poles yeah, it looks pretty rough from world drive yeah it looks pretty rough from uh riviera like the top yeah because you can see the backside from there if i'm not mistaken you can you can see it from a lot of places and it's like okay not great but it's like wait for it it's the backside of galaxy's edge yeah the 10th wonder of the world is that what that is? no sure yeah anyway Surely we're up to a way higher number of wonders, wonders by now, yeah. in general. What are the first seven, anyway? I don't even know. 
I don't know. But I was talking about earlier how I would replace Figment in the seas. My son, his ride to replace would be Small World. So it just Whoa. shows you. So he just goes straight to the heart of a Disney classic. <laughs> I one know. Of, you know just, and it was like, just well, a, okay, Walt created this for the, just the World's, World's Fair, Fair showcase. Right. And he was like, all. oh, well, I don't know. But, yeah, he doesn't like Small World. However, uh, to which Harrison it was chimed his in. It was and at one time. Now he's getting older, so, so he's smaller out the his, door, too. Yeah, it's losing its luster for him, too. What's his favorite now? Any idea? Mm, he do, he says he likes Guardians. I don't know. It's a tough choice. Well, see, when I, whenever I ask Maddie, like, she never, she hardly ever has, like, a favorite. She's usually, like, when I ask her about which coaster that she, that she rode was her favorite, she's like, all of them. Right. I was like, well, okay. Well, no, Aiden, my oldest, is Guardians is number one for sure, no matter what. Like, Guardians is it. He loves, absolutely loves Guardians. So. Guardians is his end all. For now, yes. Sounds right like now, sounds like yeah. he's uh, being influenced by you, if you ask me. No, he's ridden it. Maybe if we maybe if we get him in a room me. by himself, we'll have to ask him. We'll have to do an interrogation, <laughs> get him off to the side. Well, he's he he like will search YouTube for the videos of these songs, like from the eighties and seventies. Yeah, he's mm. he's all about the whole soundtrack to Guardians. So we'll see if he follows in his father's footsteps when Tron opens. We'll just see. <laughs> I honestly. I I think Tron will be great, but I still think Guardians will be better. To be honest, no sure now because I said something. No, I'm I'm not kidding. I think Guardians has the better theming, and just overall like better story, right, Jason? <laughs> Does it? It is a think? fun coaster. That's all he's going to say. He's like, <laughs> it's it's it just is like a pure joy. Like I said, it's pure pure joy. Pure Screw the story. <laughs> There's a story, happen. but who cares? It's so much fun. You don't care. You're just loving it. But I, mean, I enjoy the coaster. I just poke in front of you. Yeah. It's All fun. right. Well, I mean, I think we've gone long enough. We've gotten in a decent show this time, yeah. right? I mean, do we have unless we have anything else important that we need to to mention? I'm just gonna read from a book now for book the next one. hour and a half. I'm just gonna <laughs> it's a book I'm of read what? from a book. Yeah. Okay, what's the book? It Is better it be a Disney. Bob Chapek's memoirs. Better be a Disney. Uh, he has, yeah, no, it's I, I didn't I didn't come prepared. So actually, let's just end the show. I'm holding my Sankara <laughs> stone, by the way. So Jason, by the way, I've, I've you told just have you one. This. You just have one of them, though. I right. well, I have the one that counts, the one that glows. So I have the main one. They took the stones from here. Everyone's supposed to glow if they all came together. Well, okay. I have the main one. The one that Indy <laughs> saved. That's the one, the one that I have. The one he gave back to the village. Basically because the, the rest he didn't care about. So obviously I have the good one. But yes, Jason, you're going to have to go back and get me the the headpiece to the Staff of Ra. <laughs> and the Holy Grail. Whichever one okay. you can find. Or both. No, just, you know, not a so, big task. Yeah. Just find the Holy Grail for me and make sure you drink first so that I know that it's the true Grail and don't take it past the seal, the great seal, but he's bring like, it to he's me. He's like, all I want you to do is go through these three challenges of yeah, most right. lethal cunning. Right. <laughs> yeah. So the word of God, the breath of God, and the, the path of God. Or the path. I think is that what's what it was. the anyway. What's and the, the leap of faith, the leap from the lion's head. Anyway. Oh, maybe that was what it was. What was anyway? So yeah, all that's all you have to do, and then you have to fight that old knight. But you know he's like three hundred years old, so don't and, worry about him. And of him. course, just remember that in the Latin alphabet, Jehovah begins with an I. Yeah, by all means, not J. I. Yeah, J. <laughs> You'll fall right through. You'll be fine, though. I'm not worried about that. Just remember the penitent man kneels. He's humble. That's all you got to know. See, see, when I think of Holy Grail, I'm going to bring, like, two <laughs> ends of a coconut. Right. And, yeah, and I'm going to start studying up on swallows, 
airspeed velocities and oh man i don't know well as long as you bring it back to me i will pay you for whatever disney charges it minus the 30 percent discount <laughs> well well so i i mean I get a 30% discount, but then there's the delivery fee, the finder's fee. Ooh, well, yeah. I don't know about that. All right, well. Oh, he's Chapek's rubbing off on him. Yeah. Convenience fee. Yeah. Convenience Finder, fee. Finder's fee. Friend actually, fee. All that stuff just, actually, all that stuff just sounds like normal life at this point right now. Right. Ouch. All right, so. <laughs> anyway. I think we should just end this now. Mm. Let's end the show. Yeah, thanks for bearing with us to the bare end. All right. Yeah. And bear around to see our bare ends. Oh. Isn't <laughs> okay. that how it goes? No? I don't know. Okay. Oh, bear around to see us again. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah. All right. So um, I knew what it was. I was just, you know. Yeah. So you can find us on social media, of course. That is on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That is all at TWTM podcast we have a spreadshirt store in which you can get your exclusive twtm merchandise that is shop.spreadshirt.com slash twtm podcast and we have a youtube channel which i personally have not updated in quite some time but there are videos out there that you can watch and they are good ones yeah. so go like go subscribe i hate sound i hate i sound like the typical right just go check it out if you want to only if you want to all right and where else can they find us at our website, which is travelingwithamouse.com, and you can email us podcast at travelingwithamouse.com. If you want help planning your next Disney vacation, you can email our travel agent friend, Jill Dilbeck. Her email address is jilldilbeck at gmail.com. So for Adam and Jason, this uh, I, my name is John. This has been Traveling with the Mouse, and we hope you will join us on our next trip. Which offers you this chilling challenge <laughs> to find a way out. I, that's the one thing I can't really do that great is his laugh. <laughs> that was pretty that was good. The la- that was just excellent. the last part. I that was, uh, yeah, that was good, actually.